Oh yeah, Nick. True. Nick DeVries. Oh, I just Rich? understood. I I just thought you said Mick, and I was like, wait, what? You were like, uh, Mick. Mick's not Mick? what? what? <laughs> you were you were so excited there, weren't you? You were like, is he back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did I miss? Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're like, I watched this race. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> It's more like a hobby for me. Simply, simply lovely. Friday third. I never left. Welcome back to the Global Great Girls podcast. Today it's just me, Janice, and Crystal, but we have a lot of to talk about. So let's get started right away, I'd say. What did you think about this new format of sprint week weekends? I won't lie, I did not watch the sprint race. I knew I wasn't really going to watch it anyway, and I was at work, so it kind of didn't tie in, unfortunately. But from what I heard, there was more overtaking in that than in the actual race and was it Lando made quite a statement I'm pretty sure it was Lando don't quote me on the person (laughs) but I'm saying about the fact that they thought no it was Alex Albon that's where I remembered it from uh Alex Albon said that he thought sprints won't work and I'm pretty sure that quote was from Twitter so I saw it saw it circulating around and I think he's right but again I didn't watch it so to be honest, it's well, what can I say? I the thing is, hear me out here. I think it makes no sense at all to have this format the way that it is now, just because for me, it does not make any sense to make a quali on Friday for the race on Sunday. For me, in my head, it would make much more sense to do one Friday practice, then do the sprint shootout then have the sprint race in like in the morning basically on Saturday because that would be the same conditions track wise than you had in FP1 so you would have basically FP1 to practice for the sprint and you have quali on Saturday afternoon for the Sunday race which would be similar conditions like if the weather is fine like it was this weekend Kind of, you know what I mean? It would just make much more sense to me. I think it's not going to change. They're obviously going to keep it how it is, aren't they? They're not going to sort of change it. But I think the format you're saying would work 100% better because it's also confusing, not confusing, that's not the words I mean, but it is confusing when then on Sunday you've almost forgot who qualified on the Friday. And if you didn't manage to see it, you're even more behind, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It was, uh, what can I say? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to be honest, and I hope my boss never listens to this podcast, I was listening at least to the quali on Friday. I remember working you and the rest of the girls, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I what also watched, yeah, I watched quali, I think, on the Friday as well, actually. I was like, I had my little tablet set up, I was loving life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. Also, though, if anyone is listening, 
and they have an opinion about the sprint races that's different to ours we would love if you message us on instagram or just let us know in any of the comments of our posts and we will gladly talk about them maybe say out a few on the podcast next week or next sprint race whenever that Which is will be austria and i will be <laughs> at the track in austria i mean i you will be feel like hating. i'm yeah exactly <laughs> i mean i i feel like i'm gonna say that for the next like for all the episodes to come until <laughs> the um austrian race and then i will be talking about the race for weeks to come <laughs> well hopefully so... somebody will be joining you but yes 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 of course <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's just let's just say that this format is not my favorite. Not favorite. <laughs> yeah. But in all honesty, I did not hate it as much as I thought I would. It was confusing. I did not like it, but I did not hate it as much as I think I would. So let's just say that's a plus. At least it wasn't as boring as Sunday. Yeah. Honestly, the race, what, what can I say? That all our race predictions were wrong? Yes, exactly. Like, all <laughs> of our race predictions were wrong, definitely. But uh, the race itself, I mean, the sprint race had a little bit more action with um, George Russell and Max Verstappen kind of crashing a little bit. And Max's car was, there was a hole in it, <laughs> a pretty big hole. And there's sort of little fight afterwards. I kind I of admit, I do love the fact that he used towards George. It's a very, I don't know if you guys use it, but it's quite a British term. Maybe, I, don't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I'm not saying I like when drivers publicly fight just because I like to watch it. That's not what I'm saying here. What I will say is that I kind of, liked seeing them in a fight which showed their emotions as they were in that moment if that makes sense like they did not just ignore each other or people didn't get to speculate a lot they just didn't like each other in that moment and we saw it which I kind of liked I do agree with that I think it almost helped them both look like you said it was the heat of the moment they just said it to say it how it was and I I think as well like you said again it is good to just get it all out and then just yeah. race as well but honestly it was a bit of a lonely race but not lonely obviously Fernando Alonso was close <laughs> at the end I was on the edge of my seat towards the end of the race going please like please do not overtake him <laughs> and Obviously, the the Red Bulls are just insane this year. Just, I am a Red Bull fan, but I would like to see a little bit more. But what are we? Is this five races? Mm, no, I think it was the fourth. Fourth. Yeah, so, because they said that, uh, like, at least in my um, TV thing, they said that if Fernando overtakes George, then he would have won all the three, and then he would would have been the third place in all four races. If you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> because think... he was third in all other races. I'm not a Fernando hater. I just, I was just, I was like, please don't. That will really ruin my day. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. I didn't like Fernando the first time around um, because I was a hardcore fetal girl. So <laughs> Fernando was like my sworn enemy, at least like, you know. But since he came back, I grew to kind of like him also because he was with Andrea Schlager, which is an Austrian, and she's basically <laughs> my absolute idol. She's part of the team with Servus TV, who basically does all the what's the word for it jesus i forgot it tv oh, broadcasting like, uh, ah, broadcasting yeah. <laughs> she... i love how you got there before i did <laughs> no she's basically at all the tracks and um just interviews and stuff and i really liked them together but now they split so i'm kind of back to not liking fernando if that makes sense i know it doesn't and i know i shouldn't like someone for stuff besides the track but I tried to like everyone and that kind of gave me a reason to like Fernando. And now it's gone. I'm sorry. I do like how he is with Lance though. Yes. Like he's a very much sort of fatherly. He he almost every race has made some sort of comment, hasn't he? Saying like trying to help out a little bit. Obviously. Exactly. Like tell Lance my break balance to help yes. him and stuff like that. That was it. I'm glad yeah. you remembered. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so funny because it's so different to the way he was when he was in Formula 1 the first time around. Like, he was, I'm trying to find oh. a non-mean way to put it, but he was Max he Verstappen. Was almost, he, he was Max Verstappen. That does make a lot of sense, actually. He, I do just think he's just a lot more mature this year, like this time mm-hmm. around, isn't he? He's, obviously, he is a, I said older man, but... <laughs> We had this discussion with Sandy last time and I was incorrect. But obviously he has just, he has so much experience and I think maybe, but yeah, what else happened? Nothing really. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I think Charles, Lecler- no, 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 not, oh yeah, Charles Leclerc said there's a cat on, um, during the safety car and everyone thought he meant a cut in his engine and everyone had basically was like <laughs> oh my god fuck no Ferrari oh. but it was a cat <laughs> honestly I I don't remember hearing that maybe I switched off it's maybe I switched off not his engine just me <laughs> but I don't remember hearing that but I saw it all over Twitter after it happened and I was going wait why do I not remember this whole thing but at least, I mean, at least his engine didn't cut, I suppose. Back to FP1, which was the only practice session and Pierre Gasly's Alpine caught fire and triggered a oh. red flag. Which is really, really bad when you only have one practice session. <laughs> so... And Logan Sargent... He couldn't run not, because he crashed in the sprint shootout? <laughs> was it the yeah. sprint shootout? Yeah. Okay, he, yeah. he crashed in sprint oh. shootout, so he couldn't participate in the sprint. What can I say? It doesn't Google, really make too but, much. Yeah. Meh. And what else happened? I felt a bit bad for Oscar Piastri. He was reportedly, I'm not sure if you guys got the same, apparently unwell. I didn't hear anything about it, but... Okay, nobody quote me on this. (laughs) I just, it was either him or Joe that was unwell. It was one of the two. I didn't quite catch, didn't quite catch it, but... Yeah, who else went out? Oh, Joe went out. Oh, and yeah, Nick. True. Nick DeVry 
Oh, I just Mick? understood. I, I I just thought you said Mick, and I was like, wait, what? You were like uh, Mick. Mick's not Mick? working. What? <laughs> you were you were so excited there, weren't you? You were like, is he back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What did I miss? Jesus Christ! <laughs> you were like, I watched this race. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> but honestly, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I just think I love Alfa Romeo. I've loved them for years. And I kind of hope they get to be like a midfield team this year. I haven't, obviously, we're four races in again. So obviously I can't say yet, but I would love it. It would make me really happy. <laughs> the thing is, we all know <laughs> I am a Max Verstappen fan. I have <laughs> nothing against him winning basically everything. And getting his third championship, hopefully, like without something weird happening around without the championship the this year. Yeah, exactly. Like, just a clean championship where Christian Horner can come on the radio and say, you are the world champion without, like, half the world disagreeing or just not knowing that he's the world champion. But Do you think Perez might be in the contention? Obviously, he's... Uh, thing is, Sergio Perez is very, very good on street circuits. That's the thing I will say about that. But he, I feel like he did get a little bit lucky with pit stop thing where he, Max had a full pit stop and he had like a discounted pit stop um, for the safety kind of stuff. And I don't think he would have been able to get past Max if it wasn't for that. But of course, that's the sport. Stuff happens. So definitely mm. deserved when he drove really, really, really good. Max wasn't able to catch up. So I'm not trying to um, yeah exactly I'm not trying to to say that's not deserved or something but with that being said I don't think he is consistent enough or fast enough in that Red Bull to really challenge Max for a long time possibly like if he wins another race maybe even Miami let's just say he wins Miami Max gets second and he is the leader for the champion of the championship for a little while but I just don't think, I don't see it happening. Also, while we're on the topic of kind of P1, P2, P3, did you see the mix-up on the podium? Yes! <laughs> it was hilarious. So obviously P1 was obviously Perez, P2 was meant to be Max. Yeah. But it wasn't, and then P3 was obviously meant to be Charles, it wasn't. And obviously people on Twitter were going, there's nobody else that could get away with that other than Charles and I like seeing the friendship of those two this year like it's very clean racing very respectful and mm -hmm. again obviously I'm not saying that nobody else is respectful on the track that's not what I'm saying but I'm just saying it it's obvious that they respect each other isn't it yeah definitely the thing is I do kind of agree with those tweets because imagine, let's just say George Russell was would be standing at the, his second place, basically. Max definitely would have gone like, babe, the other way is for you. Like, you're not supposed to stand agree. here. Um, that's my podium, so his off, basically. I mean, probably not in... Oh, oh, maybe in those words, if we're honest. <laughs> but... Yeah, I just think his 
relationship with Charles is, is just so good that he doesn't really care if he's standing in another place and he does not feel threatened by it or disrespected. Whereas I feel he would have felt disrespected if someone else were to stand in his second place, basically. I completely agree, to be honest. I just think it's nice to see. And I also just think it's hilarious as well. <laughs> just, I, I was confused. I was going... Again, I thought I res- missed half the like a part of the race. So I was going, I don't remember that happening, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> what else? Oh, the pit lane. Oh my god, that Ocon coming in on the last lap, seeing it from the onboard as well, like mm-hmm. at the end, was you realize how close he was. Yeah, I mean, for anyone that hasn't seen it, you probably have by now. But if you haven't, um, Esteban Ocon did not pit the entire race. And so he had to obviously come in on the last lap for his mandatory pit stop. Um, There was FIA representatives. There were like photo journalists, I think, also on the entry of the pit lane in the fast lane. They were just standing there and which is obviously extremely dangerous because at that point Ocon is still at quite a speed um, because the 80, what is it, 80 or 50 kilometers per hour um, limit um, is not in place yet. So he obviously had quite a speed on it and there were just people standing there and they did not even see him right away because they didn't think there would be someone coming in for a pit stop. They did not look out for him and... It was really close. That could I just have been... think as well. It happened last year, Australia, twenty twenty two, with Alex Albon. Mm-hmm. The exact exactly. same situation yeah. happened, and obviously it was a big thing then. It's a big thing now, but nothing has obviously changed. And the as we put on our Instagram, the FIA representatives were brought in to, to the stewards. Obviously. We have put this on Twitter on Instagram, so hopefully people have seen. But there wasn't really an outcome to it. It was just kind of a talking, making sure it doesn't happen again. The thing is, I do get that there is that they let people on during the last um, lap of the race if everyone has made their pit stops because no one is going to come in into the um, pit lane if there was not something like a mandatory pit stop that they still needed to serve. Or, of course, if they have a broken car, but then they would have been so slow that it would have not been that dangerous. But I feel like if you know there's still someone to come in for that pit stop and you know it is, I mean, it's not common, but people have done it before, pitting on the last lap, and you know he still has to come in, why Why do you let people on there? Like, it does not make any sense to me. Like, we live in 2023. It's not like you have to guess if anyone is still to come in. Just open your phone and you will see it. Or, I mean, you obviously, don't they have like walkie-talkies or stuff like that? Like, or even you're like, able um, to communita- communicate with Even each like, other. what are they called? Like, headsets? Like, in Exactly. Yeah. They should be able to communicate that there is still a driver that has to come in for his pit stop so scary though and I had to feel for Ocon as well because mm-hmm. if something had happened obviously it didn't like thank god it didn't but if it had how that would affect him not just him yes. obviously everyone in the pit lane everyone but 
it's it, it, it i feel like I, we had the exact same conversation last year so at this point i'm like oh what can i say it's just it's bad talking of bad i w- would have almost said bad blood which brings me to the gossip of the week and i know we try to stay professional we try to like say facts not only <laughs> rumors and stuff like that but um, since um, the F1 TV commentators made a bunch of Taylor Swift references during this Grand Prix weekend, because obviously there's a rumor um, that Alonso and Taylor Swift are together, which is like a 99.9% not sure that I know. But they really fed off those jokes this weekend. And I'm glad they had something to, to play around with, because obviously <laughs> race was boring as f- but... Yeah, I mean, you can find videos about it everywhere. They basically incorporated a lot of Taylor Swift song titles in their commentary, it, it, which is just hilarious to watch. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, unfortunately, but... It, I oh my god, see don't it. say oh god, that too loud, I think. Absolutely come for me there. Yeah. <laughs> it was all over Twitter, and even I thought, I was like, I was going, oh, I mean... Fair play to Fernando Alonso. She's a very, very pretty woman. <laughs> it's it's just a funny little thing to to if you know a little bit of Taylor Swift and if you uh, watched FTV F1 TV commentary back, you will notice a lot of Taylor Swift songs within this commentary. I'm also not a massive fan, to be honest. Like just to take a little bit of the pressure off your shoulders, I'm not a huge yeah, fan. I have a few good. songs. Get her off yeah. the podcast. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I have a few songs that I really like, um, especially the very, very old ones that just give me like throwback Love feelings. Is the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you are on the internet, you are not going to not be confronted with Taylor Swift at some point. <laughs> um, and it's not like the, that she's bad or something. I just never felt a connection to her lyrics, really. And that's something that's really important to me. But since we are a podcast about F1 and not about Taylor Swift, uh, we should probably find our way back to give a very quick little summarize what we think about this weekend crystal why don't you go first i think qualifying was good i i like qualifying personally sprint race as i said at the beginning i didn't watch and maybe i'll watch the next one hopefully <laughs> the race i still watched it it was still on but it was a little bit boring a little bit sort of you knew what was going to happen but i liked the midfield what about you what did you think? Uh, okay. Um, like I said, I think my setup would make way more sense. Do a practice on Friday, do sprint shootout on Friday, do sprint race in the morning of Saturday, do quali for the race Saturday afternoon, like it always has been, and then do race Sunday. But all in all, it wasn't too bad. Nothing really bad happened, which is always a plus. I am not a big fan, but I'm also not a big hater. The thing that I do really hate, to be honest, like, just let me just say that real quick. The dumbest rule I've ever heard. Sprint shootout requires a fresh set of softs for the sprint shootout um, number three, like sprint quality three. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Lando Norris made it into um, Sprint Shootout 3 and he could not run because he did not have a fresh set of soft tires. If they say you have to use soft tires, fine. But if they are used or not should not be your concern. 
And the fact that a driver gets into Q3, like sprint shootout three, you know what, and is not allowed to run, that is just completely stupid. I hate it. And uh, it, it, no, no. I, I, thanks for listening to the Global Great Girls podcast. That was our summary. We're gonna hear each other again next week after the Miami Grand Prix. We're uh, very excited and we cannot wait to talk about that. Yeah, hear you next week.